You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. All right. The big noon hour, which is kind of unusual for this show, but today we take it till 1230. And then the Devils and the Rangers. Now, Harvey, you're a big Devils fan. Let's see if I have this right. If the Rangers beat the Devils in regulation today, they, what's the word, leapfrog them in the standings, right? That's right. Yeah. Well, that would pain you, wouldn't it? Oh, it would annoy me. Yeah. It's bad it's enough being su- being Such a sick. good start to the season, too. Yeah, that's becoming more like a fluke now. Yeah, it really is. All right. I uh, just wanted to clarify that, make sure I had that accurate. 9870 ESPN Super Box Bonanza 23. Now, we're giving away over $35,000 in cash and prizes, including a grand prize of $2,000 and a trip to Bimini, Bahamas. Wow, we, didn't, we never gave this level of stuff away before. Starting Monday, this Monday, oh, this is exciting. Get your boxes for the big game by listening to DiPietro and Rothenberg from 6A to 10A, Barton Hahn from noon to 3, and the K-Show from 3 to 7. Now, this year, what we've done, and this is not even me. I, I would do it every year, but this year we've changed it up. Every box is, in fact, a super box with over 100 prizes, including solo stoves, Beats headphones, Billy Joel tickets, MX gift cards, and much, much more. This is quite the giveaway. All brought to you by Bartesian Premium Home Cocktail Makers, Slomans, Resorts World Bimini in the Bahamas, PC Richard and Son, Grand Marnier, an award-winning blend of fine cognac and orange liqueur, and 98.7 ESPN New York. For full contest details, go to ESPNNewYork.com. I'm excited for this, and it starts bright and early on our show Monday morning right here on 98.7 ESPN. Exciting stuff. All right, let's go to uh, Mitch in East Windsor. Mitch, hi. How are you? You're on 98.7. How's it going, Dave? Hope everything's well. Happy New Year and healthy. Happy New Year to you. Family. Yeah, I'm doing great. Thank you so much. Okay. Get straight to the book. I think that's off the head with Derek Carr, but I think it's kind of like the end of his prime and still draft a quarterback in the, in the mid-early rounds. It's kind of like what the uh, Washington team did. With Kirk Cousins at the oh, end. Only if you, I mean, if, only if there's one you really like. You're not, you're not reaching and forcing to take a quarterback. And, and you know what? The Jets are a win now. Salah's got to win. Douglas has really? to win. Uh, no, no more of this. You know, young drafting a quarterback. It just hasn't worked. You, I, you need to, you need to go after Carr, Garoppolo. You need, you need a quarterback here. I think in the perfect scenario, they should trade up and go for that second position and get C.J. Stroud. He's going to be okay, a great Mitch, quarterback. Mitch. Yeah. How in the world are the Jets going to go from 13 or 14 to 2? Uh, how, how are they going to possibly do that? And then what are you going to do? Now, who is your quarterback week one of next year, Mitch, in a year that you need to go to the postseason? Who is your quarterback? Hmm? Is he not there anymore? I mean, you, you people on Thanks for the Call, you just say stuff, and there's no thought behind it. So, uh, all right. Firstly, how am I going to get to two? I'm going to trade four one, so I'm going to mortgage everything in a team that has shown they're not very good at developing a young quarterback, right? So that's for starters. Now, who's my quarterback week one of next year? Zach Wilson? Mike White? Or am I going to move on from both those guys and now have C.J. Stroud and Jimmy Garoppolo? That makes sense. Doesn't make any sense. Firstly, you don't trust the organization. You're going to have to mortgage your future, and you're in a win-now mentality. So it, it makes no sense at all. Let's go to Rob in Jersey. Rob, good question coming. Here we go, 98.7. Have at it. 
Hey, Dave, how are you? Good. Hey, I'm just curious what you think about where this uh, neutral site AFC Championship game should be played. I've heard people talking about, well, it should be in a cold weather site because the team's no, involved. Yeah, it yeah, should I mean, be in uh, a warm Rob, weather Rob, site. What do you think? Okay. Well, what do I think? I, I think you should – I think – I think what they should do and what they will do are two different things. I think ideally a cold weather site because both these teams are cold weather, right? right? So it makes sense that you would do that. I, I mean, what moves the needle for the NFL? What's the best thing? You're gonna probably jo- you're gonna probably have two of the three of either Allen, Burrow, or Mahomes. So what do you think they want to showcase the quarterbacks? They're gonna want good weather. So my guess is either Detroit or Miami. They're gonna want perfect weather. And Detroit, you know, you have perfect weather. You can't really put it in, I guess, can you put it in Minnesota? Maybe you do that. But ideal weather, don't have to worry about the elements, and you really get to watch the quarterbacks play at the highest level in great conditions. That's what I think they'll do. Yeah, I think I think Detroit makes sense because it's closer in geography to those other teams, and they don't have to travel as far. Fan bases don't have to travel as far. And uh, obviously, you know, indoor stadium, as you said, showcases the talent at the quarterback yeah. position. I mean, uh, listen, I love, and thanks to the call, Rob, I love watching cold weather games. Like, like you had that, the, 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 um, the Bills take on what the Patriots last year when the winds were like 40 miles an hour. I remember back to the, the Niners and the, no, it wasn't the Niners, it was the Bengals and the Chargers when they played that game that was minus 38 degrees or, or the Coughlin Green Bay game where his face was literally freezing off. But I think in a perfect world, people want to watch Mahomes, they want to watch Josh Allen, and they want to, they want to move the football up and down the field. I think. I, not for me. I love great defense. I, I'm fine with low-scoring games. I think the average football fan would prefer 41-38 over 16-13. Uh, maybe I'm wrong. That's That would be my take. Shamik and Randolph. Hi, Shamik. You're on 98.7. Hey, Dave. Happy New Year. Uh, long-time listener, first-time caller. Well, my uh, question to you, Shamik, is why has it taken you so long to place the first call? Uh, usually I work uh, early in the morning. I usually start my work around 7. I have, I have to go drop the kids off, so I usually don't get time to call in. Right? I try to pay attention to them in the morning, give them breakfast, get them ready, get them out the door. So I usually don't have time in the morning to call. All right. And on well, Saturdays, I usually have. But I don't want, I'll tell you what, Shamik, I don't want to kind of fall in love with you here at 1210 on a Saturday and then not hear from you again. So if I'm going um, to open myself up to talk to you, I, I need reciprocation. Absolutely. I'll okay. call back every Saturday. And I'll, next time, I actually want to call in for uh, Stump Rothenberg because I think I have a great question for you nice. uh, next time around. All right, good. I look forward to it. What do you got today? Uh, so today, a couple of questions for you. I'm a Nick and um, Jets fan. So my first Nick's question is, do you think they can continue their performance and make the playoffs? Uh, and then my Jets question is, do you well, think they Well, hang on. Let me, let me bring... take the next question first. Sure. When you say make the playoffs, what does make the playoffs mean? Is that the play-in tournament? Uh, or is that... No, I, I mean, I don't trust the Knicks in, in one-and-out games. Um, I, I'm hoping they can make the six seed or higher. Yeah, I mean, I, do I think they can? I th- Certainly, I think they can. I don't think, that's a, I don't think it's a wild notion. Do I think it's, it's like a great chance? No, but do I think they can? Absolutely. So that's, that's part one. Part two is what? Uh, part two, uh, like I said, I'm a big Jets fan. I was wondering, since we don't really have a quarterback and really need to have some sort of competition next uh, next year, you think they should bring back uh, Mike White on a two-year, $20 million contract, um, possibly draft someone in the middle round? No. And, uh, no. and I've been laughed at before. And, and for me, I'm sick and tired of not getting the playoffs, not having a championship. Uh, you know, in my lifetime, do you think we should mortgage the future and trade for Rodgers? Uh, no. 
I, I, listen, at some point, Rodgers is going to slow down. I mean, he had moments this year where he didn't look great. Uh, I don't think he's going to leave Green Bay, and it's a fortune of money. So I'm not – no, I'm not doing that. Thanks for the call. Um, would I sign Mike White to a uh, – what, a 220, 215? Yeah, what, what, fine. Yes, that's fine. My backup quarterback, great. Uh, would I mortgage the future? No. And I, I, this idea of drafting a quarterback, I'm not drafting it just to draft it. i got to love the guy, but I can't draft that guy – and have Mike White and say, battle it out. It's got to be, I'm bringing in a veteran quarterback who's going to be my starter. I'll, Mike White is my backup, and I'll, I'll have this guy that I can groom moving forward. That's it. one 919 Ira, Staten Island. Ira, you're on 98.7. Hey, Dave, uh, what's happening? It's amazing how the fortunes of these two teams turned. You were going into a rebuild process with a new head coach and new right. GM, and you had no expectations, and Jets are seven and four, vying maybe for first place, and now you're talking about changing the head coach, coordinator, find the quarterback. It, I, I, I got to tell you, man, the, the Jets' final six weeks of the season have been catastrophic. They've been co-tight like. They've been very co-tight like in many, many different ways. You know, from the organization right through the coaches and the players, just just in the disaster. Ever since Berrios dropped that ball in, in Minnesota, ever and 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 the Detroit, the 51-yard touchdown. Everything has gone south. But, you know, just going forward with tomorrow, I mean, I, I, I think these guys are going to mail it in. I mean, do you I, really? I think Dolph. If I'm Woody Johnson and I can keep the Miami Dolphins out of the playoffs and I, and I just don't even show up and I mail it in, that says a lot to me about my coaching staff. A hundred percent. Now, do I want that? Of course. And I'd love to not knock the Dolphins out of the playoffs. But, you know, all the, you know, all the reports that you and Rick and Michael and everybody reports on the station all week long with the sound bites and the floor saying one thing, Salah saying another thing, you know, it just, I, I just got a bad feel and I hope I'm wrong. You know, I'm down here for the game. I want to enjoy it. I want to see them knock the Dolphins out. But, you know, why, why would I think anything different? They, they got a patchwork offensive line. You got three starters out tomorrow. And Joe Flacco probably get knocked out in the second series, and you're going to see Zach Wilson. Right, play. which means I get to see Zach Wilson anyway, which is uh, what a disaster. And thanks for the call, Ira, and I hope you can enjoy the game. And I actually, I thought the Jets were going to win this game, but, boy, if you I, – I, listen, if you go out there, I, I haven't really had the thought that you're going to move on from Robert Sala, but if I'm the owner of this team and my team goes out there and just mails in a game against Miami where I can keep from the, from the postseason, and now I go on a six-game losing streak to end the year, that says a lot about my team, a lot. All right, quick break. Come back, finish with a couple of your calls, maybe dive into the Mets for a quick moment. Still plenty to do leading up to the Rangers and the Devils. Let's go Rangers on 98.7 ESPN. You're listening to the Dave Rothenberg Show podcast on ESPNNewYork.com. NFL Films music changes your mood no matter when you hear it, no matter where you are. And I was in a bad mood five seconds ago, and Harv's like, let me defuse the situation. And he plays the music. Joe Leo, you have a stupid take, don't you? It's an, aw- an awful take. I, you, want, I, you, you want to make it on air or you want to revisit it and say, you know what, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to backtrack here? No, we can make it on air. Go ahead, you make it. No, not we. You make it on air. Go. Tell, tell everybody listening what you told Harv who told me during the break. I think that I agree with Peter. I think Heineke is more in line with where Daniel Jones. They're sitting at the same table, if you're, you will. You're, you are out of your mind. It's it's a, a a ridiculous take from Peter, and for you to pick up and run with it embarrasses you as well. I, 
So if Daniel Jones is the quarterback of the Washington Commanders, they're in the playoffs right now. Yeah, and I, I think based off they're the in the way, playoffs right now. Yes. Look, at their, look at their receivers. They they have they've get their offensive line is pretty good. Gibson is good. Robinson has come back and been good. McLaurin is an excellent excellent receiver. Dotson's had a terrific rookie year. Samuel is a good player. The defense is good. If Daniel Jones is the quarterback of Washington, they are absolutely a playoff team. And I think if Heineke is the quarterback of the Giants with Dable as the coach, the Giants are in the same spot they are. You know, you know honestly, really. Yes. Go go eat a sandwich. Go go. <laughs> Do I'm I have to go even, read a like, book? Like, on, honestly, you know what? It's cute. We mess around. It's fun. The take is stupid. It's a stupid, stupid take because Taylor Heineke is a journeyman quarterback. He's a oh, you could play him. He'll give you a couple nice games. He's gone from Washington. He goes to Tampa. He goes from Tampa. He's the Taylor Heineke will wind up being oh. I remember when he was on Houston, and then he went from Houston to Jacksonville, and he backed up Lawrence, and then he went from Jacksonville to Minnesota, and he took over for Cousins for a year. He's going to wind up being a, oh, he was on seven teams in an 11-year NFL career. And you're going to compare that and say same table as Daniel Jones, who just had a great season? Taylor Heineke is not capable of having a great season. I I couldn't disagree with you more. Well, I'm done with you. I, I'm, I'm glad the show's on the verge of being done because I am done with you, and, and I, I don't want to talk to you the rest of the show. I want to go to Richard in Jacksonville. Richard, good morning. You're on 97. You know, Dave, Dave you're brilliant because rather than me come after you for your Daniel Jones take, we, we can now mutually bond in how stupid that take is that it's you just stupid. Attacked. It's a stupid take, and it, it right, truly and, gets and, me annoyed, Richard. It is. It's it, it, it sounded stupid, and, and it just gets more. And let me tell you why. Don't mistake a quarterback who pumps his fist and asks acts macho after he makes the one good throw for, you know, just because Daniel Jones isn't like, you know, like outwardly like, you know, he doesn't. You don't need to convince me. Taylor Heineke is the definition of a journeyman quarterback. Well, not only that, but the thing is, I got to tell you, if you really just look at it objectively, Daniel Jones is a lot closer to what Lamar Jackson is than he is to Taylor Heineke. He's lightning fast. He's one of the top five speed quarterbacks in the NFL. We don't know how good his arm is, but we do know that it's pretty good. And ironically, you know how you were just talking about the Jets and the end of their season? That's the difference between the two teams. If Daniel Jones on the Jets, they have they are in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. I mean, and if, here's, and if here's Daniel what, Jones is on Washington, they're in the playoffs. Daniel, listen, you can say what you want. You, you might not like him, and thanks for the call, Richard. Daniel Jones had a good season. And I was not a proponent of Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones had a good season. Daniel Jones at this moment is a good quarterback. Taylor Heineke was benched. He was benched because he's been so bad this year. He, Taylor Heineke is what he's just a guy. Carson Wentz gets hurt. He comes in. He gives you a couple good weeks. He can lead you to close to the playoffs. He's not the difference maker. Washington is a good quarterback away from being a, a perennial playoff team. Their defense is good. They have legitimate weapons on that team. They've, I mean, Dotson is good, and McLaurin is really special. And they still can't get close. Well, because the quarterback stinks. Artie in Brooklyn. Artie, good morning. You're on 98.7. Afternoon. Good afternoon, Artie. Good afternoon, Dave. I, I, I hear Ira. I love him. But I don't get to compare this season to the Kota year to say devastating collapse. Listen, after the Denver game, the Jets lost their best offensive player. And their best offensive Artie, line. Does, it, does, it doesn't matter. Don't make excuses. You could say, well, Don't you make excuses. Your, okay, what's your take on Zach Wilson? I think Zach Wilson stinks. Okay. Now, 
you're taking – just hear me out, okay? Go ahead. That Detroit game, he leaves. He throws for 300 yards. He has two touchdowns, and he leaves with a lead, and he stinks. Is he, yeah, I think, is I, think Zach Wilson, I think Zach Wilson stinks. I mean, you can sit here and try to See, slice it. I'm asking you, like, you would – I, I, I don't think he's good. Let him go? Uh, I would move on from Zach Wilson yet. I've seen, I've seen enough that I don't think he's a good quarterback, yes. Okay, now, you get Garoppolo in here, right? It's, a, it's in the same kind of – it comes from the same system. You don't have to coach him up. You sign White next year. Are you a playoff team? Yes. If you had it this year, you'd be a playoff team. Zach Wilson and their lack of quarterback ability led the Jets to miss on the postseason. And don't make any mistake. They've soiled themselves down the stretch of the season here. Soiled themselves. If they lay an egg tomorrow, I think you have to really look and say, is this the coach and GM that I want? Now, I, I, I didn't even think that was possible six weeks ago. All right. Rangers-Devils next. I'll be back with Rick 6 o'clock on Monday morning. Enjoy your football. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy everything on 98.7 ESPN.